Hi, I'm Grady Carter, a real estate agent and a father of one. Hi, I'm Gabriel Bird, local dentist and father of three. We've been friends for years, and now that I'm a father, we have more in common than ever before. And it's pretty fun to compare notes at our relative stages of fatherhood. And we do not claim to be parenting experts, and nothing we say here is professional advice. But we love talking about this stuff, and hopefully you do too. This is First Kid, Third Kid, and thank Thank you you for for tuning tuning in. in. And don't forget to follow us on all the main social media platforms. Well, we don't tweet, but we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All the handle at first kid, third kid. That's spelled with the numbers. So one ST kid, three RD kid. Go follow us today. Follow us there. Uh, We don't have an email address because I don't want to respond to emails. But you can message us there if you have any show ideas or want to tell us about your experiences with parenting. Or just follow, share it, tell your friends. And uh, download us on wherever you get you normally get your podcast. By the Book was a podcast where they yeah. would read a self-help book and they would live by it to the letter for one week. Oh, wow. And then they would do another week where they would kind of just modify and keep what they felt was valuable and not. And then they would mm-hmm. compare notes on how it went. It was a really good. That's awesome. It, uh, yeah. So. I love that. So we can't do that because somebody already did it. Right. Well, we'll, we'll find uh, there's so many things out there to talk about in the world. And we, we never seem to have too much dead space. Oh, sure. <laughs> Fill the room with conversation. Right. Well, I mean, like, for example, like Profit First. It, it's a fantastic idea. It could be it, the whole book could be an email. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like, oh, this could really help people. But like, I mean, if somebody's already doing that. Let's, uh, we can just tell them which books to do and then we'll talk. Just go read that book. Yeah. But, uh, my latest favorite was Atomic Habits. Yeah. So in Great my book. inability to find time to sit down and read, I started doing more audio books. That's what I do. But I have a technique where I'll listen to an audio book. Uh-huh. The app that I use lets me bookmark and make notes along the way. If I like it enough, I'll buy a hard copy of the book yeah. and then I'll go back through and highlight and mark the stuff that I marked when I listened to which it to read through it. Audible? I am using Libby. Oh yeah, which is so your the, library card, so right. it's free, free with the library card. There's yeah. still wait lists and things for the audiobooks. You can get digital copy books on there too. I mean, that's so Mallory uses that. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Well, okay, so I I, I think it's funny how the older I get, the more that it becomes g- glaring that the easiest things the easiest advice or the simplest advice you've been given like your whole life makes the biggest impact oh yeah right it's like eating right exercising getting good sleep and to go along with all that hydrating just drinking water instead of soft drinks drink water yeah you know so that's kind of a lot of what atomic habits is about is they talk about small incremental have you heard it or read it yes small incremental changes Mm -hmm. their whole example is an ice cube that's at 30 degrees and then you a tenth of a degree at a time nothing's happening until you warm it up and then all of a sudden at 32 all of that built up heat mm-hmm. makes the change and then things go fast right yeah it's a very popular book in the real estate world and so our, our whole team just just read that it's um you know i mean it when for somebody like me like i i love to think big picture and implementing like the day-to-day healthy routines for some reason, that's harder for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're all just built different. Well, that's and what you building it, uh, calling, making mm-hmm. a habit out of it is mm-hmm. the key, right? Instead that's of it. having to make it a chore, it just becomes what you naturally do. Yeah. 
So getting up and going and getting some exercise or, you know, eating, eating healthier instead of snacking. Mm -hmm. and, and so I just got back from this work conference and we spent a lot of money and a lot of time going to this. And the best advice that uh, my friend Aaron and I got at, at this entire conference was about morning routine. Oh, sure. They, and, and there was all this great information there. I mean, there were teams there that sold 650 houses a year. Wow. Which is unbelievably, I mean, and we're talking about, like, th that team was from, th that I'm thinking of is from Springfield, Missouri. It's not like, I mean, you know, it's a normal place. And, and it, it was a lot of great information from people like that. But then when you shrink it all back, the most implementable thing that I heard was just about morning routine. You know, oh, yeah. the, the miracle morning, if we're going to throw out books, which I know we will from time to time. That's sure. a great book. How you start your day sets yeah. the tone for the rest of it. And how oh, you yeah. start your day starts with how you end your night. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Like there was a, a great quote. Somebody said, uh, "You know, it's it's uh, it's not hard to get up at six a.m. It's hard to go uh, to bed at 10. Oh, I love going to bed early. Oh, nice. I am an early go to better. Here's the thing: if you sleep in halfway through the morning, you're yeah. lazy. But if you go to bed early, you're also getting more sleep. <laughs> right, no, our routine is as soon as the kids are tucked away. Yeah, we're out. We're down. Down and out. I'd Good go to you. bed. I'd go to bed at eight p.m. every night if I could. But we're usually in by nine thirty, mm -hmm. and I I've started recently running the sleep monitor app, and I got a little bent at it. Not a little too, and I was like my percentage got low there for a while, and I was very disappointed in myself. Like about you're it. monitoring your own sleep. It's yeah. It was some upgrade in the iPhone that uh, really? there's a sleep monitor app now, and it'll score you. It'll give you a sleep what? quality percentage. No. Yeah. It also has a, a smart alarm that you give it a time range and yeah. it'll wake you up within that 20 minute window. So it wakes you up when you're at a shallower bit of sleep. I love that. Be careful with it. Oh, Cause yeah. I also think it at first was giving me really good percentages and then it dropped them. And I think it was trying to get me to get the paid version. Was like, mm. you know, I'm going to sleep like a champion now. Right. Oh, that's funny. But I like getting up early. I get my first hour of the day is before anybody else is up. So I get that hour to myself. I yeah. usually either go to the gym or walk the dog and I get, it's my little slice of solitude throughout the day. And I'll usually, the other thing I like to do, this is something uh, Mrs. Bird suggested that I like is you run the tape where I'll envision my day not every detail yeah. but the broad strokes and mm -hmm. it makes your day just come together so much easier especially when there's a s s different thing out of the routine of oh we've got to drop this off after work or whatever it is so. yeah so okay that's so that's so solid uh, th this is the conversation I've been having with a couple of people in my life over the last week which is how to like set your day right because in real estate it, it gets very unpredictable very fast and so, like, a, a, a coach I hired about three and a half years ago, he made me buy this planner called the High Performance Planner. We are not sponsored by the High mm -hmm. Performance Planner. But we'll put them in the show now. We'll put them in the show. And it, it has you answer these very great questions on the left side of the page and along the top of the page. Mm -hmm. And then once you've answered those questions, you you time block your day out. And you say, all right, from this time to this time, I'm doing this. But you're it, it might all be on your phone, uh, which, it, you know, my day is, is all mapped out on my, t on my phone. Mm -hmm. However, I'm, I'm actually handwriting it out. And I might even make a few changes as I'm consciously thinking about my day. And I've just answered questions like, who do I need to show up for today? You know, how do I make today a win? Like, sure. I mean, very broad, but, but 
helpful questions. Yeah. So Mrs. Bird, on your advice, got that journal. Oh, yeah. She loves, she's, what she's done, she did it for a little while. Now she is making her own custom Oh, that's right. Pages, she told me that. So, I can't wait to see what questions great. she comes up with. She has a wonderful mind and organizational skill. And I will, if she makes a planner, I'm mm-hmm. buying it. You remember? Well, I think she's on it. So, <laughs> hey, this is not a self-help podcast. No, no, this is a parenting podcast. Right. <laughs> Let's talk. This is a kid help Let's talk kids. Kid help, yeah. So right now for the past six months, either you mm-hmm. or Mrs. Carter have had this baby in your arms. Yep. Has she been out of your sight yet? Has she stayed at grandma's for the night or anything like no, that? No, she has. I mean, she, she has stayed there, but with us or with Mallory. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I went out of town for five nights this last week. But before that, I, I don't think I, I surely I, I didn't stay, you know, somewhere without her. I mean, you like, hadn't gone a day without seeing her. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that's definitely true for Mallory. I mean, you know, Mallory's still feeding her, so. Oh gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's pretty, mm-hmm. the game plan is to try to do that for a year. Yeah. So we're halfway to that point. That's great. Yeah. We did the, we talked about this before the, the pressure mm-hmm. that moms feel mm-hmm. and, uh, to feed and to pump and to, to, it's, I'm glad we don't have to deal with that. I know like that was I mean, I, feeling I remember, like you're letting your kid down because you're not able to, or you have to stop earlier than the one year. Yes. I think some experts are saying two years or it's just right. It's it's uh, so are what, you, so she's still staying at home. Are you mm-hmm. guys thinking about a daycare eventually or are you, we gonna, haven't really gone there yet And mm-hmm. my, because um, real estate is quite flexible or can be, I mean, uh, if you don't have the right leverage and, and the right help, it's not flexible really at all. You're just always working. Um, but we're at a point now where we can, uh, we do have help and we can kind of dictate our, what we want to do with our time a little bit better. And, and so Mallory is working about at, at about a zero right now and she'll step back in mm-hmm. part time at some time in the future. And I'm not, we're, we're still feeling that out. Um, like at this point, she's going to be helping with some social media and client care stuff, but okay. work um, from home type stuff. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know that we're going to need to really get daycare other than grandparents for the time being. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's honestly a year to two years down the line before we really even, you know, delve into that. Great. Are you feeling any pressures to socialize? Socialize your kid, or she sees her cousin. A yeah, lot. she sees There's her cousin quite a bit, and and um and and one of our friends who lives three doors down had a baby just a few more a uh, few months before us, and so there are these three little girls who are going to live within a you know a couple of houses of each other, and it's uh, so many kids in our neighborhood. I know. It's, I it's, love it. It's like when we were growing up. I mean, it was amazing growing <laughs> up in this neighborhood, and then all the kids moved out. And now they're all coming back, man. Quick recap for the people that don't know us personally <laughs> or live in our town. Uh, Grady and I grew up in the same neighborhood, and Ooh. we both grew up at a time when the neighborhood was full of children. Yes. When I, I bought this house in 2010, mm-hmm. and it was in it was at a, the turn of a cycle. So the youngest kids back here in the cul-de-sac were high school age. Oh yeah. And, but one by one, I had a kid the same year mm-hmm. I moved in here. And then as empty nesters, as people, kids out of the house, they've moved, they've, they've moved. So all but, Ooh, actually all but one of the houses now on the cul-de-sac, there's only one person here who's been here longer than me. Really? Yeah. So one by one families have moved out and younger families with younger kids have moved in. This so down here on the left. Sorry. So there's two. Oh, yeah, okay. You're right. There's two. Them and, and the oh, neighbors and them, over okay, here. Okay, sure. 
yeah, yeah that one's crazy. still been there. That sounds right because I know them. That, yep. um, I mean, yeah. And they all have kids. Right. They all have 100 million kids each. <laughs> so the our, last time I did the count, there are, I think, 14 children between the ages of four and uh, 17 back wow. here in the cul-de-sac. And there's about three or four in, in each age group. So mm-hmm. each of our kids have at least three other kids that are within a year of their age back here. And they all they all it's play out front. They man. all ride bikes. It's and so the whole neighborhood has had this change of tons of kids, and right. I love it. <laughs> I love when I come home from work on these nice days, and I call it the pack of wild boys that roams our neighborhood, oh, yeah. and they're just all I know. Like playing basketball <laughs> and driving their golf carts around, and yeah. none of them have shirts on, and they're right. just like filthy. And they yeah, that was us, man. Bright Under Armour gear, <laughs> but yeah, we you hear people complain, oh, kids don't go outside. Well, I, we have it back here in this neighborhood. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, and this this you know cul-de-sac you're on is idyllic. I mean, it's incredible. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we love where we are, which we can see each other's backyards, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, this cul-de-sac in particular is, is out of a movie. Well, and your street's still quiet enough. I mean, oh, yeah. Kind of on that, the main, it's still quiet. It is totally quiet. Totally. Yeah. So no plans for daycare yet? Not yet. So we're, we're, we're hanging out until kindergarten and pre-K? I don't know. We haven't talked about it. Uh, I mean, we have we have put in an application for a school. Um, that's, that's all, because there are a bunch of different options. And, you know, my mom worked at one and, and we've, uh, we've known multiple people who very closely who who run and own these different schools, and so it's kind of a thing like, okay, where where are we? Sure. Send her in at what point? And I think we're at liberty to name drop. Who are you looking at? Who you well, uh, so my mom was she worked at Pumpkin Shell for a long, oh, long yeah. time. Fantastic uh, school. But none of us ever went there, mm-hmm. and so my sisters went to Gingerbread, and they're sending their kids to Gingerbread, and so um, you know, I'm imagining that that my uh, that, that Mallory will, will, you know, go in tow with whatever they're and doing, which is probably going to be there. Gingerbread's another legendary name right. in this town. And, yeah, and which, and I, after college, I mean, all through high school and, and in college, I, I'd subbed at, at, uh, at uh, Pumpkin Shell. And, like, and all, you know, the people who own each of these schools are incredible. And then there's Children's House, which is incredible. I mean, I don't know if I know that one. Oh, yeah. It's, so actually, I helped their school buy their new building about what five six years ago. Oh, look at you shaping the landscape of look our real lot. estate. Well, it's more Montessori style, which I think Montessori would have been great for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. A lot more conversational, a lot more experiential. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming that Nora is going to be brighter than I was, like my sisters and like my wife. So we'll thrive anywhere. <laughs> well, not to brag, but yes. uh, that's where we have the littles is the Southwind Montessori here right. at the end of our neighborhood, which I love because on nicer days, I, I walk the dog over there and we walk back to the house. It's the, yeah. only, the only walkability See, we that have sounds in our great. neighborhood. And Carol, the director, when she first started it was when my sister and I were students of hers. Yeah. So it's really cool to have our kids going through with that same teacher. And she's this amazing, amazing woman. She, if I remember right, she had run the preschool program at George Lynn cross Academy, which used to be oh, a yeah. private school in Norman. Sure. And that was when she was Lynn, uh, my sister and Kim was her student. And yeah. then when she first started over here and started her own Montessori school, I was one of the first classes that went through. With I her. love that. No, that's fantastic. so great. And then they, yeah, now the kids are there and, we love it. And then are you, have you thought about, are you going to go NPS? Or are you going to go public we'll school, go NPS. private school? 
We're gonna be public school kids. I like we we've got we've got our oldest. She's a Alcott Wildcat now. Ooh. I love it. I'm a product of Nova hey, Public Schools. I was the fir- my class. We were the first class to go all three years of middle school at Alcott. Oh, fantastic! Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> so if we're talking fun facts, it was it was West Mid High yeah. when I went there, and I went to Whittier because Alcott didn't exist. Mm-hmm. My senior year was the first year of the split between the high schools. Right. So for. The whole school orientation of going over to Alcott, I was completely confusing stories of ninth and 10th grade with middle school stories because of the context of being back in that same building. Right. That's (laughs) hilarious. And for the listeners at home that do not live in Norman and don't know what we're talking about, we used to have one high school Mm -hmm. and two mid highs. Mm -hmm. They converted one of the high schools, one of the mid highs into a middle school or both of them into middle schools. They yeah. created a new middle school that is in the same building that my junior high was in. Mm-hmm. Cause junior high was ninth and 10th. Then yep. the high school was 11th and 12th. All the juniors. And, and now high school is ninth through 12th. Four years. Yeah. I hope that was riveting. Just look <laughs> it up. If you, if we're too confusing. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't had, have you had any chances to take her to, it's been winter time ever since Nora was born. Have you right. taken her to the park or anything? Or still a little too small for that? We've uh, we've taken her. Oh, out lots of walks in the neighborhood. A lot of walks. Mm-hmm. That's our main thing. Is a lot of walks or going to grandparents' houses um, or you know something like that. But so there is the daddy daughter dance. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. I just found out that the Norman daddy daughter dance. It's the biggest in the country. Yeah. Somebody yeah. told me it's the biggest. Somebody told me it's the second biggest. Either way. It's, I think we're neck and neck with someone else, and yeah. we've traded. It's kind of like Norman and Lawton huge. fighting to be the third largest right. town in Oklahoma. Exactly. We've traded traded paint a little bit with, yes. and I don't know who the other one is. Oh, they told me and I've forgotten. Because who even cares? Because our daddy daughter dances is the is best better. one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they had the early one. I guess they have three. There was like a really early one, a middle one, and then a late one. And we did the middle one. Whoever is listening that thinks theirs is bigger, ours they do three different dances, and, and it's all throughout the out. day. Oh yeah, I, I've I've gone, I've taken our oldest ever since she was four. I've, I, we we go every year. We make a big deal out it of it. So awesome. our it was amazing. Our like middle the whole daughter, operation. Yeah. Did you go? So we Mallory thought we should try to just see if we could make it, and I was a little skeptical if it would work out. Um, I'm glad that she had the inclination for us to go to take a picture. Uh huh. And then we left. <laughs> I'd say four years. It was not made for a five month old baby. Four years old is yeah. about the time. Four to 14 yeah. is kind of the recommended age range. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm sticking with. So I've yeah. got two more dances with my oldest. Yeah. And then, so there's a little overlap where I'm taking both of them right now. Oh, that's so fun. And it's super fun. My mom manages to find matching dresses for them (laughs) and then I'll match my tie to what they're wearing. But we, we go out to eat at legends for dinner. We get a limousine that takes us from dinner to the dance and then back. And then I usually take them for a little one-on-one. We go to apple tree chocolate and there's a second mention for them Come on, uh, for a dessert of just us afterward. But they, they love it. Every time we drive by embassy suites, my little is like, that's where daddy daughter dances. Daddy is. Daughter. Oh it. yeah. I mean, it's an epic event. Like I mean, I've seen people post about it Oh yeah, for the last however many years. And now that I've seen it in real life, it's something. It's terribly fun. And it's, I, I have a, I call them mini, they're unofficial holidays. Uh-huh. And a couple of times a year, certain things happen where my, my, my social media feed is full of this particular one. So yes. when the high school proms come around, I've got friends that have kids in high school. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love seeing all yeah. the prom pictures and semi-formal pictures come and go. Graduations is another one of these mini holidays. And I think Daddy Daughter Dance is one of them, seeing everybody post the pictures of everybody all gussied up and just <laughs> so happy. 
Totally. We love it. Well, it's fun that, like, I mean, we're on the cusp of being a part of it. I, I mean, we did the picture this year, but now we know. It's, it's just give it a few more years. It's early. Yeah. You know, and I had people looking at me. I was like, yeah, we're, we're here too soon. <laughs> like, I'll Ma- just- Mallory dropped us off, went to get food, and I called her. I was like, hey, make sure you get enough for us yeah. and come back and pick us up. Sure. So, no, that's great. But it was I got to see a couple of people who it was just it's funny how things work out. Just you know, the perf it was saw the perfect person to talk to in that moment. And uh so you know, it's no regrets, but now we know. Now we know. Yeah. Well yeah, you're gonna the yeah, here in a few years though, when they can run and dance and find friends and I it's can't wait. be great. And, and you know, and I was I, I I've always been the I mean I grew up with sisters, so I wasn't afraid to dance. We we grew up doing choreographed dances. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna be afraid to dance in front of my daughter. Sure. And I will. I don't know if I'll ever be too cool for that. In fact, I don't think I'm cool enough to stop myself. Right. Well, I will. If I, and not to spoil anything. Yeah. They will dance with you. They'll also just want to find their friends. So right. there, we've had a few phases where the first couple they wanted to hang out with me when they're a little bitty, and right. then once they have more friends, they'll find them and they'll all want to run and dance. And you'll still do the slow dances and things together. You do the chicken dance with them, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then, but there's always this balance of they want to go find their friends and hang out. And then they, you know, they want to come hang out with you and yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So how, what, what ages did you start doing activities like sports? Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. Four, four years old. Okay. So, so I know. What was that? Soccer? Soccer is what yeah. we started them all with. It's a great one to start with you for know, coordination. Cause you just kick the ball. Yeah. It's on the ground already. Right. So, <laughs> so we are going to, we had Amelia in it last year. She enjoyed it. Same team's getting back together. We're going to start George. We got him signed up and we've got him buddy formed in with, uh, so uh, I don't know if I told this story. He has a birthday twin. Oh, when, fine. when we went to get induce him, there were the people that got there right before us. Yeah. And I like, you know, cause they have people check in at midnight so that you don't get whatever charged the extra day or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And six weeks later, we put them all in middle earth is how we, we started them because we both returned to work and whatnot. Yeah. And the first day I went to pick him up, they're like, Oh, there's another kid here who has the same birthday as him. No way. And I was like, well, wait a minute. And then I saw the dad and I was like, that was our hospital buddies <laughs> and we've befriended them. The, the boys are still friends, but they're buddy formed to be on the same soccer team now. Right. So George's birthday twin. So yeah, we've gotten together with them a couple of times and it's really, it's a cute thing. I love that. I am not looking forward to the next two months of our weekends being obliterated, oh, yeah. obliterated. <laughs> Cause I already know we're going to have a nine thirty game and then a two thirty game. Mm-hmm. That's barely enough time to get home and unwind or right. do anything. And you're right. That's your whole out. day. So I think we're going to be dividing, conquering, probably one of us going with one and one of us going with the other. Whereas before we would all go together. Right. But that's fine. Such yeah, well, is it, life. And it's funny to look back and think about, you know, things that, that are, are did your parents coach your teams? No, but, right. uh, yeah. but I did soccer. I did mm-hmm. rec soccer and I T-ball for a little while. Yeah. And my dad would help. I remember him yeah. being at practices helping. My dad coached baseball and soccer. Mm-hmm. And he coached multiple teams of each of those. And because uh, baseball was his sport growing up. And he was actually, I guess, you know, in pretty close with a lot of. Um, and, and I don't want to over oversub. He, he was like whenever there was first bringing soccer to Norman, like he was there. Like he knew the people doing it. And like he was. Oh, cool. Like How to bought organize it. it. Yeah. He was like all in on soccer even though he didn't grow up playing it. And 
that was my sport that I missed the most when I quit. Yeah. Was it, baseball? Was or soccer. soccer. Yeah. I loved playing soccer. It's fun. But as a fan, you know, miss, I mean, football is my, my sport, but sure. it, I think a lot of it just comes down to like having memories of that Saturday morning, even if I didn't want to like, you know, get up early and all, you know, but being out on the field and like us all doing it together. Yeah. I have vivid memories of like it being awesome and like, and having days where it's like, you know, where I had a good game or two and thinking, oh, I'm good at something. Hey. I'm. Yeah. I built some skills. Totally. And I'm getting feedback from my, well, and you know, so my dad was actually pretty hard on me as a coach. Mm -hmm. And as we got older, like we, uh, we, you know, I, I got better at, at taking his feedback, but as a kid, I wasn't great at that. Sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you think you're going to do some coaching whenever it's your I, turn? I'm sure I will. There's no way I won't. I've done both. I think we talked about this before, but I, yeah. our oldest, I coached, the assistant coached her soccer team. And I didn't know the first thing about coaching soccer. So about right. every week I would Google search. I had a lady who was drills working for me stuff. who had played soccer too. So she would give me drills and ideas. I loved it. It was great being on the sidelines and working with the kids. Yeah. But I love being a player parent. I will never coach anything ever again. I <laughs> <laughs> love just going to practices, going to the games. Right. No, I def I dig that. I just be ready for how bad your kids are going to be at everything. <laughs> the ball, right? Our youngest still puts every bit of clothes on backwards. Oh, really? Like I get what happens. He picks it up and looks at the picture on the front, then, right? Uh -huh. And then the shirt just goes straight on. Right. So we tell him to look for the tags. Tags go to the back. He even puts his shoes on the wrong feet. Still, <laughs> what I have this vision of a clothing line for children. If anybody's out there listening. All of the clothes are just square cut to where it's the same frontwards as backwards. Oh, man. And just the tag can be on the front. How and they just put it on however they want. Like, I, now we need to Google and see if that's already a thing. That's possible. That has to be a thing. Yeah. Right? I, I feel Somebody like. must have done this. If they haven't, somebody better do or, it. Or, or, or with some better wayfinding to where the child can orient the garment before it goes on. Right. Because that's. I like mean, marks the show where you put your hands to put her eye or something. Because he picks it up, puts it, holds it in front of him. Yeah. See the jeans, and then they just go on backwards, <laughs> backwards. But sports are the same way. Yeah. Throw the ball, kick the ball. What are you doing? But they get better. They do get better. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I always, always enjoy our time together. I do too. <laughs> but this one's over. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, I love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. And if you have any feedback or ideas for the podcast, we would love your feedback. And you can hit us up on several social media platforms. Yep. You can message us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. All three of those, the handle is at first kid, third kid. That's spelled with the numbers one S T kid, three R D kid.